0: Previously on Wolf Inspiration.
1: One nugget that I would say is the belief.
0: Yes. Believe.
1: Trust the process. No matter what it looks like. Believe. Just just believe. And know that everything is gonna be all right. No matter what you're going through, no matter what it looks like. You have to see your end result. You have to be grateful. you have to be thankful. In the midst of your storm say thank
0: you. In the midst of your song, be grateful. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. This is Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and it is a pleasure and honor to have Miss Gabriela Salas on my show this morning. How are you today, Gabriella?
1: Hi, good morning. I'm doing wonderful today. How are you?
0: I'm doing good, doing good. So let's go ahead and get started. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: So I currently reside in Austin, Texas. I am originally from San Antonio, Texas. Um, I recently moved to Austin about eight months ago um, at the end of 2018. And before then, I had spent the last four years in Houston, Texas. Okay. Here in Austin, I am a participant. I'm a worship lead actually in um, at my at my home church, um, as well as a commissioned leader. Um, I'm a single mother of two beautiful girls, Sophia and Annelise. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am the CEO and founder of Hagar's Hearth.
0: Okay. All right. So tell me a little bit about Hagar's Hearth.
1: So Hagar's Hearth was started, um, last year in 2018, um, during my prayer and worship and just really, some deep moments and 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 encounters with the Lord. Um, I've being a single parent myself. I've always had a heart for other single mothers, mm-hmm. um, especially to see how fast the war, how fast the Lord worked in my life. As soon as I let go, and just to see how quickly He moved in my life for not only myself but for my children. Um, Hagar's heart was birthed out of that place that so many of the hard things that i went through i went through alone now i had a support system um but the kind of support that i needed was more from the spiritual end and from god and i just want to share be able to share that with others so a lot of the the really hard things um especially coming out of a history of domestic violence um it's hard to share with other people to be vulnerable and really bring those things out, so I went through a lot of it alone, and what felt alone, um, but I just want to be a resource and a source of encouragement for other single mothers out there to let them know that they don't have to go through it alone, that mm-hmm. I went through it alone so that they don't have to
0: yeah absolutely that's phenomenal so and you said you started this um in two thousand and eighteen.
1: I started last year, yes, and I started with the idea of providing single mothers with um, necessary resources that they would need for themselves and their children, kind of directing them to different organizations that I partner with, um, different ministries that I have used personally, um, different resources that I have used personally as well. Um, just kind of letting them know what's out there for them, what's available to them, what's available to their children. Um, during this process, I've learned so, so much. I I didn't even know how much was out there mm-hmm. to actually help single moms and what is in favor of single moms. Um, so it started as that. And in my move to Austin, it's become more of a network, um, a network of other single moms and us encouraging each other and becoming this really strong network because I feel like at times we're so overlooked. Mm -hmm. uh, Single moms, you know, you mentioned a single mother and I feel like a lot of people make the automatic presumption that it just comes with a lot of baggage.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: And on top of that, a lot of us as single parents find ourselves in this prideful situation or this prideful predicament where we don't want to accept the help of others. Um, cause we ourselves feel like burdens. Mm-hmm. So just really having a network of moms that are like, I'll help you and you help me. And when you're weak, I'll be strong for you. And when you're strong. And I'm weak and we're just going to hold each other up and push through that. So that's definitely my vision for this organization.
0: Awesome. And it sounds like a wonderful idea as well. It's it's so needed in this day and time, especially, you know, when you had mentioned that, you know, with a lot of the single mothers out there that really feel like they, they don't have the support that they need. In order for them to, you know, keep moving forward and taking care of their children, and a lot of times, what one of the things that um is, is needed as well is they need time for themselves.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. what what can you uh, what do you offer um you know um as far as ideas on um single mothers get just enjoying themselves as well.
1: You know, I definitely preach the, have a schedule, you know, have a schedule. I am such a stickler for time. I mean, I arrived to our interview this morning <laughs> so early, you know, yeah. I have a schedule and I stick to it. And it's, it's one of the best advices that I can give single moms out there is create a schedule, stick to it with yourself, with your kids. And that will allow you to free up time for yourself. You know, a lot of times when I was in Houston, um, I wasn't close to family. And the family that I had was church family. And like I said earlier, you know, as single moms, we, we get into these predicaments where we're like, you know, okay, well, I know that she said that she would help me with my kids, but I don't want to burden her with that. And mm-hmm. we, know that, we know that ultimately our children are a responsibility. So it's really a matter of finding time for yourself. When the kids are resting or when the kids are taking a nap or when they've gone down for the night, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of things are like circling around and like exercising and being fit nowadays, which is one of the things that I wanted to do, too. Um, But just finding like resources that you can do in your home and finding things that you like that you can do in your home, you know, when your kids are there, but they're asleep for the night or they're down for the night or they're taking their nap in the middle of the day. Um, And then also finding things that you can engage in with your children and include them in um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, your mental health, your sanity that's all necessary, and Absolutely. it you know if it, if, if it is even you know I can testify to the fact that sometimes i I feel overwhelmed
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: that overwhelming feeling it overtakes us as single parents you know we're doing the job of what others may say is a job for two people um, and a lot of times without that support so even if it means taking five minutes sitting the kids down and saying hey I'm gonna put something on the TV mommy's gonna close her bedroom door for just five minutes and taking that time, going to sit down in your room, breathe, pray, read a word, do whatever it is, just utilize even the smallest amount of
0: time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a lot of times as mothers, whether we're single or, 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 um, married, we do not know how to take time out for ourselves because it's, it's always, it always feels like, at least for me, when my kids were younger that um, I was doing something wrong by not um, constantly doing something with my children, um, taking them somewhere. And then when I I'm overwhelmed and everything, I'm complaining (laughs) that I need time off, I need to do something. But at the same time, when I do get that opportunity, or did get that opportunity to, I say, um, Okay. (laughs) what do I do now? Um, Right,
1: exactly. And, you know, (laughs) I can testify to that too. You know, I work a full-time job. I work a Monday through Friday. I work, you know, anywhere between 40 to 50 hours a week. You know, so when I come home, it's, I have that burden or that guilt that sometimes will sit on you as a mother to, well, whatever extra time I have, it needs to be spent with my children. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I want everybody to know, you know, especially the single moms, your kids aren't going to remember, mommy spent one hour with me today. She spent 15 minutes with me today. She, you know, she spent all day with me. They're not going to remember that. They're going to remember what, you spent that time doing. Mm -hmm. If you spent that time, you know, bickering with them and yelling at them and, and being overwhelmed by them because you didn't take that time out for yourself, that's what they're going to remember. They're going to remember, you know, mommy was always yelling. Mommy was always frustrated. But if in that 15 minutes of time, you're like, you know what, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to put it away. I'm going to spend these 15 minutes of quality time with my children. Um, something that me and my girls like to do we're <laughs> we 're readers. we love books. we have a plethora of books. Anyone that knows us knows that we we i should probably have a room that 's just a library <laughs> <laughs> We love to sing and uh, um, and to sing and just dance and there 's all kinds of different things in that fifteen minutes. We will put on worship music and dance like crazies in the living room you know mm-hmm. so different quality time ty- time things and then Also like finding ways to incorporate the Lord in it, you know, worship, put on a song that you know, your kids like Mm -hmm. dance around with them, be silly with them. They're going to remember that, Mm -hmm. um, incorporating the Bible in it. You know, I have an eight year old and I have a five year old, my five year old, she's just now learning to read, but my eight year old is really good with reading. So, you know, challenge her, you know, let's read the Psalms together. You know, some, some parents might be like, whoa, eight years old reading the Psalms. But even at that age, they're speaking it into their life, what they're reading. And then it gives you an opportunity as a parent for that quality time to explain to your child what they're reading. Mm-hmm. And hey, maybe you read a verse that you don't even understand. That's quality time for you guys to figure out what the Lord is trying to say to you guys together.
0: Amen. So, Amen. So how important is it for you Um, When you were going through, um, at the beginning stage of being a single mother and everything, how important was it for you to have your relationship with God?
1: So at the beginning, so just a little background. um, When I decided that I was going to take this step to leave my ex-husband to mm-hmm. put, a, put an end to the abuse that I was experiencing. I was, I was a very new Christian. I was very, very new in it. Um, now that I look back, I'm just amazed at how much God fought for me. Yeah. I, I'm amazed at how much he looked for me when I wasn't even looking for him. Um, it was important but now I hold it as a, at utmost importance as to in that as compared to in that time, it was really him pushing for me, mm-hmm. and it was him pushing for me through people. Um, I had gone to the first church that I had gone to in years and really having that support of people who knew where I was coming from, knew what I was coming out of, knowing the struggle that I was going through. You know because it's an adjustment to become a single parent when you're used to a certain way of life mm-hmm. and my husband at the time he was the main you know breadwinner he was bringing in you know the finances and i was merely working to have free money you know mm-hmm. so really like adjusting from having him taking care of everything to oh man you know, my small amount of income is now going to have to cover everything. It's a it's it's a hard transition. Mm-hmm. So really having people in my life that we're just constant and consistent and hey, are you going to church? Hey, we're doing this. Hey, I heard about this conference. Do you want to come? Hey, do you want someone to come over and pray with you? Hey, I haven't heard from you in a few days. You know, just really having people in my life that were encouraging and supportive because a lot of the stuff that I went through, my family didn't even know about. Mm -hmm. I was so full of guilt and shame and and just brokenness that I couldn't even share that with my family because of the embarrassment that I thought that I was going to bring. So really knowing that God sought after me and he used people who knew him to find me. Now that I think back on it, it is just absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things you had mentioned is, um, the support that you received having coming, having came out of a domestic violence situation. A lot of times when women are, um, whether they're, whether they have children or not, a lot of times they feel like that if they leave, they're not going to be able to have that support that they need to, to be able to go forward. Um, They're not going to be able to survive um, without uh, the monies that they were used to um, having, because the uh, that the husband at the time was uh, the the breadwinner, so to speak, and now right. she's having to you know adjust and everything to having to basically start all over. And so um, I commend you first uh-huh. and foremost for having been able to come out of that type of situation and and being able to go forward and helping other women that is awesome
1: well thank you and and thank god i'm just i'm so yeah. grateful for where he's brought me and you know a lot of that pushes me with Hagar 's heart you know Hagar a lot of people i'll tell you a little bit about Hagar so mm-hmm. who she is to me and what she means to me what her story means to me so I remember one day I was like You know, I know that this Bible is supposed to have all the answers to everything inside of it, but I'm at a point where I'm like, I feel like everybody else has a story and I don't. My situation as a single mom doesn't have a story until I found out about Hagar and (laughs) and learning about her story and how, you know, she had this child with Abraham out of wedlock and ultimately was sent away with the child into mm-hmm. the desert, you know, until she reached that, that last, um, for that she had left in her, no food. She hid the baby under a rock and the, and God heard the baby's cry. He mm-hmm. didn't even hear her cry. He heard her child's cry. Mm-hmm. And just reading her story and realizing that she referenced God as the one who saw her. She called him the God who sees me. So that just spoke into my spirit and it spoke to my story. And it was everything. It was everything to me. Because when you, when you come out of a situation like the one that I was in and you become this single parent, so much rejection is found there. Mm -hmm. and rejection. I've learned it brings all its friends with it. It brings the panic. It brings the anxiety. It brings the loneliness. It brings the depression. And just knowing that in spite of all of that, and I went through that and, and I have dealt with each and every one of those things. But th- but the one thing that I will keep my eye on is God, because I know that he sees me in spite of all that's surrounding me. Mm-hmm. And if he sees me and I look to him and see him, I will make it through anything. So just really using that approach with these moms that come to us, you know, with these moms that that seek that encouragement, you know, approaching it. Um, I recently read in a book by Lisa Turkhurst. It's called *Uninvited*. Mm-hmm. Um, I read where she talks about taking this me too approach to people. You know, not um, not coming against them like saying, "Well, you should have, and you would have, and you could have." You know, not saying all of those, but really approaching them from that me too standpoint you know, the me too. I understand. Now let's do this together. You know, realizing we're all on the same team. We might not all have the same story, but we're definitely all on the same team. And if we work together, we can get through this.
0: Right. And that's the key thing is working together and realizing and believing that you do have support. Um, in your walk, you you do have people that that are out there that really want to see you thrive and and go forward and and help you as much as they possibly can until you're able to walk on your on your own as well, and knowing that God is with you and He said that He will never leave you nor forsake you. So yes amen amen so do you have any upcoming events or or um anything expanding in your uh current uh project that you have now
1: i'm just trying to get word out there i just want anyone who is listening to this that is a single mother anyone in the houston area in the austin area in san antonio anywhere in texas anywhere in the united states anywhere in this world Reach out to us. I want to hear your story. I want to encourage you. I want to collaborate with you. I want to make this network huge. I want every single single mom in the US to know who we are, to know that there's someone out there who's willing to support them. There's someone out there who's willing to listen to their story. And I truly believe in my heart that if we are able to reach, even a handful of single mothers, that love that we'll be showing them, which for a lot of them is probably love that they didn't think that they could still receive. Mm -hmm. We can show them maybe an even greater love by showing them the way to Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. Amen. So how can people reach you?
1: So I am currently on Facebook. So if you go to facebook.com backslash Hagar's Hearth, um, you can also reach me via email at HagarsHearth at gmail.com. And there are some other ways to contact us if you visit the Facebook
0: page. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Gabriella, it has been a pleasure and honor to have you on my mm-hmm. show. Um, I wish you well wishes for your uh, organization. Um, this is something I, we definitely need to uh, network with it as well. Um, And we'll talk after this show. And um, I'm just thankful and blessed that you were able to come and share your story as well.
1: Thank you, Miss Althea, and thank you to Wove.
0: You're so very welcome. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day and God bless. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to Wove Inspiration. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at W-O-V-E Inspiration. If you want to leave a comment or question, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at W-O-V-E Inspiration at gmail.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope everyone has an awesome day and keep moving forward.